Hey, everybody. Welcome to Mr. F Diggs Movie. I'm Mr. F. Again, I was a teacher for 23 years. I really wanted to be a movie critic. I didn't want to stop teaching, though, so I kind of just smushed those two jobs together to create a new job. I don't know what I'm calling it, but I'm having a lot of fun. Now, on this podcast, I'm not just going to give you my review for this week's film, which is Megan. I'm actually going to walk you through how I did my review and share with you, teach you the things that I did while I made it so that you can create some pretty sweet reviews of your own. Okay, so there's a lot of ways to enjoy this podcast. Maybe you like movies and you just want to listen to me talk about movies. That would be awesome. I'd be flattered. Maybe you're already going on TikTok, YouTube, whatever newfangled social thingamajig media thing they have now. And maybe you're already talking about movies. That's awesome. Keep doing it. Maybe you want to sound a little bit more professional. I can help with that, I hope. Maybe you just love talking about movies and you want to talk about them in new ways or you just want to talk about them more. Okay. Yes, I am here for that. This is the place to do it. And I want to do that together. This is an interactive podcast, which means I'm going to stop every once in a while and have you try something out. You don't have to. Okay. Again, like this is teaching me for a second. This is not for a grade. If it's not fun, don't do it. Okay. We're here to have fun and talk about movies. Hopefully though, as I said, this is an interactive podcast. Hopefully you'll have something by the end of this of your own. It might be about Megan or it could be about anything, something you just saw, something you saw years ago. It could be a movie, it could be a TV show, whatever. Hopefully you've got something to share with the world too after all this. All right, here we go. Before I get into Megan, I am going to give you a quick bonus review of another film I just recently watched. It's called Women Talking. Women Talking is going to be up for some Oscars, folks. So you're going to be hearing a lot about the movie uh, in the upcoming weeks. It's about a group of Mennonite women who have been systematically assaulted by the men in their colony, and they have 24 hours to decide what are they going to do. Are they going to fight back? Are they going to leave? Are they going to do nothing? It's an incredibly powerful film, filmed by an amazing director. Her name is Sarah Polly. Stories We Tell is an amazing film if you want to hunt that one down, if you're interested in just incredible new groundbreaking ways to make movies. So I'd say, you know, the story is a really important story. I love, it starts with this title card. I believe it says, this is a work of female imagination. And that's true on two levels. Um, many women uh, made the movie. Sarah Polly, a female directed it. It's based on a book written by a, a woman, but it's also the imagination of, these women who are trapped in a horrible situation, imagining what they want life to be like. You know, it's the only way to change the world is you, you can't just hope for random change. You have to have change in mind and that change in mind comes from your imagination. So I love the story. If I had to give the story a grade, I'd give it an A minus for the story uh, for the people. Wow. Acting powerhouses, particularly. I love the performances of Claire Foy, uh, Jesse Buckley, Rooney Mara, and Judith Ivy. I mean, I could go on, but like, I can't highlight everyone. People, though, for the whole cast, I'm giving that subject for women talking an A. My misgivings with the film is it feels stagey. It's not written and based on a play, but it takes place almost entirely in a hayloft. And I've never been a fan of play adaptations that, again, this isn't one, but 
where where it's very confined to one area and there's a lot of talking which isn't bad like the dialogue is incredible in this movie and the and what they're talking about is incredible but yeah i just it, it didn't feel like a movie movie so much to me i'm gonna give film nerd stuff a c plus and if i had to average all that out i think my final grade would be a b plus have you seen women talking? Do you have any interest in seeing it? If you do, I'd love to hear what you have to say about it. Hit me with an email at Mr. F, that's MRF, Mr. F digs movies at gmail.com. If you're watching something else, let me know. Okay. And especially if at the end of this podcast, you've got something new of your own that you've either written or taped, recorded. I'd love to share it with me. All right. Let's get going with this week's movie. I am going to do my review on Megan. And if you're doing a review of something, remember, you can do your review on Megan or it can be something else. It's totally up to you. Okay. The first step I have as a critic is I use a two step process. That's one, two step process to come up with like ingredients for my movie talk. I need uh, material to work with. Okay. So I, I cut a lot of thoughts, a lot of ideas, a lot of stuff I noticed, maybe some questions here and there about what I watched. Okay. That is the first thing. So I'm going to share my list and yes, I wrote it down. I would love for you to write it down too. If you want to hit pause right now and think about what you watch and write down all your thoughts about it and all the things you notice. Great. Do it. If you want to hear me go first, you can do that. And again, if you're just listening, that's cool. We still love you. Glad you're hanging out with us. Maybe you're not going to, it's up to you. One thing I noticed about Megan, this is a really fun and campy story. It doesn't take itself too seriously. I love that about it. Another thing I noticed that every time something like totally horrific as in horror movie horrific is about to happen. The other thing I noticed is that Gemma, the, uh, I don't know if you'd call her the main character. It's not Megan. It's not the girl that Megan becomes friends with. It's the person who designed Megan. Actually, I just want to say she, she's a terrible parent figure and probably just a terrible human being in general. Okay. So that's step one, you know, there's more, but I'm on limited time here. I don't want to bore you too long with all my thoughts. Those are the three big thoughts that jumped out at me. And I, here's something I want you to pay attention to when you're doing your work. These are thoughts I had. And what I always do is I try and pair, I hook up a thought with something I noticed in the film. My first thought was that this is a really fun, campy story. Now I want to come up with something I noticed in the film uh, that led me to that thought. I'm trying to think what I saw. And I think one of the things is it feels like it's written by a four-year-old, this script. And I mean that in a loving way. I love this script. Every adult behaves as if they're a four-year-old. You know, like I said, Gemma's attitude toward parenting sounds like that's what a four-year-old ideas of what parents do. Um, the way that people run their business and the business decisions they make. Oh my gosh. It's literally like a four-year-old understanding, maybe even a three-year-old understanding of how the business world works and what you should do when you have this new incredible air quotes toy. I always try and come up again, make them a couple, a thought and a notice. So if you've got something you notice, like maybe you just notice that it's a very dark movie, um, whatever you watched, Write down a thought about it. How does that make you feel? What do you think about that? What's your opinion? Okay, so I try and always have notices and thoughts together. 
And once in a while, I come up with a question, write it all down, use that beautiful pause button unless you're watching me live. I don't think you are because I haven't really even told anyone I'm doing this live. Write all your stuff down. Hit pause. The pause button is beautiful. I'll always be here when you hit play again. Another thing I do after I come up with all my thoughts, notices, and questions is I play a little game. Okay? There's a list of games and all the rules on my website, MrFDigsMovies.com. And what I do is I change one of those things. And when I change it, I don't make it a very subtle change. It's got to be a big change. It has to be like a total opposite. If someone in your movie is a total pushover, change them into like the most assertive alpha male in history. Um, if it takes place in the desert, maybe swap it for the ocean. Have fun with it. This is a key, folks. Make it fun or funny to you, whatever you're changing. Make it ridiculous. Make it over the top. And what you then do is you tell the new story to yourself. Okay, how does it change everything? When you come up with those differences, you usually get a pretty good idea of why the filmmakers decided to do what they do. Okay, and this is like a cheat cheat, not cheat sheet. What's the word I'm looking for? A hack. This is a hack into figuring out why filmmakers made the choices they did. It's to take their choices, character, setting, plot, something else maybe and change it around for them, okay? And when you see what we lost, that was the choice the filmmaker made, okay? So it's kind of a neat game. So I am going to play Swap Party, and I am going to swap out Megan, and I'm kind of going against my own rules. And by the way, all these games, if you want to change the rules a bit, please do. This is meant to be fun, and this is meant to help you. I'm supposed to pick something totally opposite. And one of the first thoughts I had was, what's the opposite of a doll or a toy? It's a killing machine. And I thought of the Terminator from Terminator 2, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, the T-800, the one sent back in time to protect John Connor. And I kind of laughed. I'm like, oh, like, yeah, let's make a movie where they have a toy Terminator doll instead of a toy Megan doll. And I said, oh my goodness, that doesn't change a thing about the movie. Okay, so hold on here. Bear with me. Like, they created a Terminator. Okay, it's a Terminator. It can read, you know, it can scan your face to figure out your emotions. It can track you wherever you are. It can imitate voices. It can, Gemma, the woman in this movie, she made a Terminator. My goodness. Okay, again, it's like a four-year-old wrote the script, which, which is great. The movie's ridiculous and over the top. That's what makes it so much fun. So I'm trying to think how this movie really changes. I mean, yeah, okay, so we've got Arnold dressed in, you know, full robotic assassin time-traveling costume instead of the little Megan girl doll. I think Gemma still thinks it's a pretty cool toy. I, the boss, her boss is so idiotic that I think he still thinks it would be a good toy too. And they rush it to, to, uh, to, to market, to put it on for sale. There's a great, there's a great scene where they go to this like outdoorsy hippy dippy school. It looks awesome. I wish I would have gone there, but like the hippy dippy teacher says, Oh, you can have your doll with you. It's okay. Just leave it on the doll table. Like, a hippy-dippy teacher would have accepted an Arnold Schwarzenegger doll, you know, six foot four or whatever he is, sitting on the table underneath the tree. 
you know, and it's, this is the thing I learn about the movie. And I think this is what makes the movie so fun is if you put the Terminator in, nothing changes. That's, that's like everyone is in like this fault, fake reality world that they're just dumb people. And it, it, it wouldn't change a thing. So like usually for SWAT party, like you find out about the, the, the differences to see what the choices were that the filmmakers made. And you can think about why they made them. I think I just learned a whole lot about the way this film was made. Changing it to the Terminator doesn't change a thing. Wow. I can almost guarantee you folks that I'm going to be talking about that when I talk about this movie. All right. Try this game on your own. It's called SWAT party. Switch something out about the movie. Make it stupid. Make it ridiculous. Make it the craziest thing you've ever thought. That's what makes it fun. Um, hit pause. Play it. The rules for this game are on my website again, MrFDigsMovies.com, along with like other games to play. Like If Swap Party isn't doing it for you, you see another game you want to play with one of the things that you noticed from your list before, do that. Again, the point here is to have fun. Um, I'm going to give you a, I'm going to call it a writing tip, but you can use this when you speak too. We're going to play a game called Critic Mad Libs. Do you love Mad Libs? I sure do. Mad Libs is where you have a little story with words missing. You don't get to hear the story, but you like replace the blanks with your own words and then you read it all together. It sounds silly. We're not going to sound silly unless we want to, of course, but we're going to use a professional critic sentence and we're going to play Mad Libs with it to make us sound more like a critic. You know, it's like watching someone dance and trying to dance like them, trying to imitate them. That's how you learn. That's how you get better. That's how you dance well. That's how you do almost anything well. And that's how you critic well. So this week's sentence is from a woman named Maria Little. She wrote a review for the website Why Now, that's W-H-Y, whynow.co.uk, which I assume makes it British. She wrote a review for this great film that I reviewed last week called After Yang. It's another recommendation, by the way. And we're going to take, I, I read the sentence that Maria wrote, and it's, it's pretty awesome. I'm going to read you her sentence. Here it is. This is, again, this is from the middle of her review of the movie After Yang, not Megan. She wrote, it's so restrained, it almost loses its audience. But as a whole, it's a magical piece of cinema. Okay. And what I really liked about that sentence was that she's looking at it like from both sides. Like she can recognize that there's maybe a deficiency in the film, like maybe something that doesn't work for some people. But she does also recognize what what does work. And so, like, you know, if you only stick to one side of an issue or an argument or what have you. Sometimes you don't sound as credible as someone who does mention both sides. And that makes you think, oh, they have looked at it from both ways. They can understand someone who disagrees with them. It just makes you sound that much uh, more intelligent, more thoughtful, uh, more credible. Oh my goodness. I have some Funko people behind me and they just took a huge tumble. So sorry, Agent Cooper. Sorry, monster from Stranger Things. All right. We're back, folks. So here's how we're going to play Mad Libs. Right now, I want you to think of your opinion of your movie as a whole. Okay, so just real quick, write down your opinion of the movie. Was it great? 
was it, as Maria would write, a magical piece of cinema? Don't copy her exact words, by the way. But could you put that, if you think that, could you put that in another way? Did you think it was a dumpster fire of a movie? I wouldn't write that because that's mean. But like, you know, you cannot like something without, you know, being rude about it. Um, but, but you don't have to lie. I don't ever want you to say you like something when you didn't. But if you're going to say something, don't be like I just said here. Sorry. Um, don't call it a dumpster fire. Um, okay. So you've got hopefully the general opinion of your film. Now think of the opposite side. So like if you didn't like your film particularly, come up with something in that movie that you think people would have liked. Or if you did like your movie, is there anything that might turn people off from the movie? Okay. Like Maria Little thought it's a very restrained film, which means it's not flashy. It's not overly emotional. It doesn't have like, you know, cameras flying around or a whole lot of action pieces. Um, so she is actually saying, you know, like, I can see why people might not like it if you don't like restrained movies. So again, you're coming up with two things, folks. Number one, your general opinion of the film, and then something opposite that you think might turn people off. Okay. Now we are going to copy some of Maria Little's words. Here we go. I want you to not speak after me or repeat after me, but write right after me. Here we go. You're going to write, it's so. I-T apostrophe S, S, that's it is. It's so, and then put your, your, not your opinion, but the second thing you wrote, either the thing that will turn people off about the movie or the, if you didn't like the movie thing, something that someone might like in the movie. Okay, and hit pause, because I'm going to keep going. Otherwise, there's just going to be a lot of silence. Then you're going to write either it almost loses its audience or it almost wins over its audience, depending on where you're coming from. Again, it almost loses its audience or it almost wins over its audience. And this it's is not going to have an apostrophe because it's a possessive. Okay, keep writing after me. Here we go. After the word audience, comma, but as a whole, W-H-O-L-E, not a hole you fall down in, whole like the, the whole thing, but as a whole, comma, and then finish it off with your opinion of the movie. Here's my example. Okay, I wrote, it's so campy, comma, almost loses its audience, comma. But as a whole, it's a gloriously ridiculous fun time. Okay, I'm going to read her sentence again and then my sentence again, just so you can hear two examples. She wrote about After Yang, it's so restrained, it almost loses its audience. But as a whole, it's a magical piece of cinema. I wrote down, it's so campy, it almost loses its audience. But as a whole, it's a gloriously ridiculous fun time. Okay, so read your sentence to yourself. See if it makes sense. Do you have to change some of the words, even the words I told you to like write it a certain way? That's okay. You can go ahead and change them. I'm probably going to rearrange some things, but I'm going to put that sentence somewhere in my review that you can go and find. Okay. And I want to thank Maria Little. Thank you, Maria Little, for writing this sentence. It, it, it didn't only teach me something about after Yang, but 
your sentence structure allowed me to think about Megan in a different way. And I hope everyone else who's out there trying to write a sentence like this, every other one of those people and every other one of those movies or shows in a new way. Maria, you rock. Please keep critiquing. I loved your entire review, by the way. And speaking of reviews, I'm going to give you a very quick report card review of Megan. Okay. My report cards, you get graded in three categories or three subjects, if you want to say the story, the people, and then film nerd stuff, like the way the film was made. And because every film is its own thing, I also do an elective class, which is just something, it's a class I make up for each movie. So Megan, here we go. I found the story kind of scary, but it's way more silly um, and frankly stupid, but it completely owns that silliness and that stupidity. Like it, it, it just glories in it. Akila Cooper. She also wrote the movie malignant from last year. Um, they're very different movies are both horror. Um, but what they share is confidence. Like when you're watching it, you know, you're in such good hands. Um, I'm going to go see anything this woman writes. Uh, she, it's great. So story, I'm going to give Megan an A minus. Now in people, as I've said before, everyone in this film, except the young girl, is an absolute idiot. And because no human being could be that big of an idiot, that proves to me they were acting. So way to go. Good acting. Uh, the Megan doll is great. Amy Donald, 12-year-old professional dancer from New Zealand. Are you kidding me? 12-year-old professional dancer? Well, she did the physical performance. Jenna Davis provided the snarky vocals. I'm going to give people an A-. minus. You know, they're not, like I said, the adults, they're not great performances, but they know the assignment and they pass pass it with flying colors. Uh, film nerd stuff. I thought Donald and Davis are amazing as Megan, but what really put it over the edge for me is all the CGI work on the mask and the eyes, especially. I'm going to give film nerd stuff a B plus. Um, and here I go. My elective class, it's going to be misguided comparisons. And I'm going to go full Terminator here. You know, everyone out there seems to be comparing this movie to Chucky, and I, I understand why, but I think the real comparison is the Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Because if you don't, if you change Megan to the T-800 Arnold Schwarzenegger character, nothing about this movie is going to change. Ridiculous the movie is, and God bless it for being so ridiculous. It's a ton of fun. Um, misguided comparisons, A-. minus. Okay. My final grade, I'm going to average those four grades together. That averages to an A minus. I'm just going to repeat my my edited version of Maria Little's sentence. It almost loses its audience, but as a whole, it makes for a glorious, ridiculous, amusing time. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me in this episode. I've had a blast. Thank you to Maria Little for her amazing sentence that she wrote for Why now.co.uk. I will leave a link to that in the show notes. Again, folks, thanks to you. I can't hear, I'm sorry, I can't wait to hear. I can hear just fine. Thank goodness. I can't wait to hear what you've got to say about Megan and everything else you've been watching, everything you've been digging. Please share with me anything you write, anything, any video you've got um, at Mr. F digs movies at gmail.com. If you're on social media, you know, I, I am too. So, you know, just, I don't know what you do. Hashtag me or, or, or do, do whatever. You're the young people. You know how to do this. Get in touch with me either through email or socials. I love to hear 
what you all have to say about what you're watching. If you want to read my full review and see how all those pieces finally fit together, you can do so at my website, MrFDigsMovies.com. That's also where you can find the rules to all the fun games to play. Keep watching stuff. Keep talking about it, folks. Stay safe. Take care of each other. Peace.